Now, these sentiments, I think, are in a certain way reflected by a very old friend of mine who is on the phone, a perennial presidential candidate, probably the oldest man in show business. Definitely. Someone, he, there he is right now. I'm, I'm speaking on the phone right now from his estate in Wannabe Island, just off of Seattle, uh, George Leroy Tirebiter. Hello, George. Oh, hello, Peter. Thank you so much. For, I, 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 re I really enjoyed that, uh, that uh, apotheosis there about the subject of virtual reality. I have some things to say about it myself, of course, but uh, you, you, uh, the, 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 uh, someone said death is the best way of entering the postmodern world, and I, well, I think that does say it all, you know. Uh, that, 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 for me, was the high point of that dialogue amongst those uh, um, uh, experts, George. Egg there, you Let's have. just say Say experts. Yes, experts. Well, yes, academic eggheads. Is what I would say. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I am here on. I, I'm actually living on Woodby Island. This is a little archipelago, you know, where there's Woodby, Wannabe, and has been. Ah. And I'm on Woodby Island here and uh, been uh, busy working as always in show business, plugging away. <laughs> <laughs> Keep plugging, Georgia. Are you are you going to be uh, gracing any of the media with your presence in the near future? Well, we're we're. <clears throat> We're working very hard on uh, on making a feature film of, of one of the fantastically popular television shows that uh, is around. I'm, I'm so fascinated by the way that television can be turned into major motion pictures like Maverick and make millions of dollars over one single weekend, you know. Uh, but uh, the, the show we have in mind, I, I'm sure you know this. I know you have a small daughter. She must watch Barney. Yes. Barney the I Love You, You Love Me Dinosaur. Uh-huh. Well, we're trying to interest your good friend John Goodman yeah. in another starring role as Barney. Uh, we're going uh, purple makeup, just a little nose prosthesis, uh, build up his feet a little bit, and there you have Barney the Dinosaur live action with uh, maybe uh, Roseanne Arnold as the little fat girl, <laughs> we thought perhaps, and... Uh, and I'm favoring right now Joan Rivers as Baby Bop, but there's some disagreement about that. Well, I can understand yeah. that. Can we talk about that? And, George, uh, yes. what about the presidential race that we're looking forward to in 96? Are you thinking of of coming forward and throwing that battered old war horse of a hat of yours into the ring again? Well, I don't know. Colonel North, you know, running for the Senate, and then we've got uh, a mind is a terrible thing to lose, is uh, his uh, running for something. I'm not quite sure what president. Uh, I, I think uh, my role as vice president during the, uh, the, uh, the National Surrealist Party's various campaigns uh, suited me the best. Uh, I am, of course, uh, steeped in vice and, uh, and give good advice as, as well. You know, I am writing my memoirs, Peter. You are. And uh, you have been talking about virtual reality, and, and uh, I, I thought I would let you know, of course, that uh, there's no sense in just writing a book anymore. Uh, I, so I'm writing my memoirs uh, three-dimensionally, so to speak, with interactivity in mind. George, you're going interactive. Yes, yes. You're totally I've modern. Before, been an autobiography where the reader uh, uh, not only gets to imagine himself, you see, to trying to live someone else's life uh, in your mind, but actually uh, the reader that is the experiencer will get to be me in this autobiography. Oh. Uh, you, you will be able to replay my big scenes. 
uh, you'll choose other women for me, uh, you, you to marry. Uh, uh, you, you, you can step into Tyabiter's shoes. Well, I've been too yes, close to you sometimes to wonder if I want to step into those, George. Well, it's, uh, you, uh, the, the challenge is fix my life, please. <laughs> George, it's been wonderful talking with you, and uh, we want you to keep in touch with the Digital Diner because your perspective is so very special to well, us. Thank you so much. It's surreal, if nothing else. And yeah, I, I have an old... Congratulations to all of you on this wonderful program. I want to tell you that I have a dear friend of yours in the studio oh, yes. who for the first time in his life is doing very well. Remember Buddy DeMort? Oh my goodness, he, he, he used to be my agent. Yes, George, I did. Now, you may not realize this, but I am only handling uh, dead artists now, so I'm going to have to wait, I guess, another 10 or 20 years till I can sign you up. Well, uh, there you have it. <laughs> that is the best way of entering the postmodern world. What's the name of your agency, buddy? A four-star hopeless. Oh, yes, indeed. Well, I suppose I'll have to uh, get the red badge of admission to uh, join it, eh? Well, well I'll, I'll be watching the obits, George. Well, thank you very much, buddy. And and I uh, there's been so, so many wonderful people passed away these days. I, I know there's been a great discussion of epitaphs recently. Well, kill yourself dead, George, and don't forget the audience. And it's been great talking with you. You too, Peter. So long, buddy. Goodbye, Bye -bye. Georgie boy. Well, how about that, buddy? Old George. Wonderful Harper. to hear his voice again. So you're, you, you really took a major step when you decided, yes, Mr. DeMort, to have only dead clients. It was tough for a while, wasn't well, it? Well, you know, for a while I handled Procter & Bergman. They were the only live dead clients that I had. Since their career was so so very slow, I guess 10% of nothing was really nothing in that case. But you know, with the dead people, 10% uh, of nothing is something because I do have to share it with their estates. But I do make a little something. But I'm entering into the new age. As you know, I did some new age channeling stuff with Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix through that hairdresser in Bacon, Connecticut. Yep. But the little kid went back to hairdressing, so yeah. I've lost him. Well, he lost think his mind is what happened. I, I, it was I, quite a scandal. This is true. Well, well, we're just not Bacon talking about fried, it, they called him. Yeah, well, we won't talk about but that. But I'm ready now to make a very exciting transition. What's that? Into, into the virtual world. I have a new entertainer yeah. who doesn't exist at all. No. And that means that 100% of him is mine. I mean, there's no overhead, no booze, no drugs, no women, no sweets, no travel, no nothing. Yeah. I'm talking about him, of course. And who is this client? Virtual Davis Jr. Virtual Davis Jr. That's genius. And are, have you got him booked? Yes, I well, you don't really book him. You just kind of slip him in. He's, he's, he's a dat. He's, uh, he's digital. He doesn't really exist. You know, uh, if they never existed, there's no estate like you get with your underground talent, so to speak, you see. Yeah. And there's no overhead like you get with your living talent. So uh, I think the best way to really express him is to let him speak for himself. You have a clip on him. I do indeed. I have this little itty-bitty... And this, oh, is, and this is Virtual Davis Jr. at the Pyramid Room. Yes. The Pyramid Room at the uh, the Pharaoh Club in uh, Las Vegas. Yes. And just recently. Oh, yes. And those are real people now. listening to him. All right, well, let's, let's run it right now. Here's Virtual Davis Jr. in Las Vegas. Thank you, folks. And gentlemen, the Pyramid is proud to present the hardest working man in any dimension, the one, the only, Virtual Davis Jr. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, it, it's such a kick to be working again, you know. I thought they'd never call. Hey, I want to welcome the Illuminati. 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead, give yourselves a big hand, you know. I haven't been working a lot lately because I've been doing this whole kind of a dead thing, you know. And it's a drag. I mean, ask King Tut, man, you, you lay around, you let the fingernails grow, but where does it all really go from there, you know? But virtual reality, that's where it is for me now. And there's so many beautiful people out there who make me possible. I just want to thank them all. I, I want to thank the cats at Industrial Light and Magic, who kind of put my look together. And they even got the skin tone right. Hey, Billy Crystal, man, brilliant. Thanks for doing my voice. I dig the way that cat says spielkus. And Lady A, this is for you, babe. That old black magic got me in its spell. That holographic magic got you weave so well. Down and down I go, round and around in a cha-cha-cha. I'm a cat who's ringing his bell. Hey, Lordy Mama, that old black magic call. Virtual reality. Old black magic call. Who he can see right through me. Old black magic call. Love. Hey, old black magic call. Love. Thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, Haiti, hey. I mean, I like him better now when he's been recollected. That's fabulous. You're listening to Virtual Davis Jr. on the Digital Diner. We're on the internet, babe. We're getting wet on the net. Our address here is digdiner at netcomcom. Digdiner at netcomcom. Give us a little email. That's the email of the post-modem period. Yeah, the digital diner's filling up with people. Every one of these tables has got some interesting conversation going on. Oh, look. Look at those people. Look at those people at table eight. I've seen her. I don't know. I've seen her a million times. What's her name? Uh, that was directly before I left to shoot my last picture, the grass. Hmm. And what was it like working and sleeping with Frank Loopy? I don't really remember. That was the alcohol year. Oh, I won't print that. What did you draw on in your personal life to create such a brilliant performance as the barking genetics engineer, Francis Pansas? What, uh, what, 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 what film was that? Darn the Luck? Oh, of course. Um, sorry, uh, amyl nitrate and heroin mixed with a little dill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't print that. Let's see. Every young actress in Hollywood would like to know just how you landed your first film role as the victim, Emily DeMatt. That was in mm -hmm. Narcolepsy, the film Narcolepsy. Oh, I stayed up all night with the late Billy Nigel and sucked down everything he handed me. Ah. I auditioned the next day for him and got the part. Fascinating. I don't have to print this, but... Would you say there's a lot of drug use in the film world? I'm sorry, what? 